Welcome to the Gather Houston podcast. We are a Christian community practicing the way of Jesus in all parts of life and for the good of all people. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, family. Uh, We are continuing our conversation on our gospel proclamation this week. For every week, we have a rhythm of saying this communal prayer together. That I was created by God. And God caused me good. That I am loved by God and God calls me child. And I'm rescued by God and God calls me holy. This communal prayer came from a desire for Josh and I to value the importance of formation in our community. What I mean by that is that we realize the more times we're able to repeat something during our liturgy every Sunday, hopefully the more likely it would be for somebody to uh, believe that these truths were integral to their identity, including ourselves. The hope in repetition is that we would move past memorization and move to embodiment. That it would help us live a life propelled by the truths in this gospel proclamation. Today we get to have a conversation about what it means for us to be a people that live from the identity of one who is loved by God. And to start off, I would love a little crowd participation. So wherever you are, if you're in your car, if you're at your job, if you're at your home, you're eating breakfast, I'd like you to answer this question for me and really take a second and think about your answer, okay? How do you know that you were loved by God? I'll give you a second. I'm not going to judge your answer. I'm not going to ask you what your answer is because I know that you're across the screen. You can't respond to me, nor will I ever judge any of your answers you give to our crowd participation. But I would like to share for me, uh, I would have immediately gone to the cross, a crucifixion, um, which is something I kind of want to take a second to reframe for I believe for most of us uh, who are Christian uh, and who maybe have been around the church for a long time now, we believe this is a clear-cut way that represents God's love for us. I'm not saying it's not. I mean, the very fact that the God of the universe hung on a cross, body broken and blood shed, And in that, we remember that God would rather die than kill his enemies. What I think we see when we focus on the event is that we miss the embodiment. The very embodiment of tangible love in the person of Jesus. That as Romans 5.8 says, that God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. I think sometimes when we zero in on the scenes of the crucifixion, we focus so much on the graphic detail, which I believe there's a point to contemplate the graphic detail. Don't hear me saying that. 
but we miss the scandalous embodiment by focusing so much on how worthy we were for Christ to die for us. For the scriptures, for God already assumes that you are worthy just by being created. And we miss this scandalous embodiment of Christ God being present with creation, being present in the ordinary, quote unquote, rhythms of a day. The celebrations, the healings, the itinerant journeys. I'm reminded that the life of Jesus, brothers and sisters, was all about revealing the very presence of love in the ordinary of his creation. To zero in on a piece of Romans 5, 8, it says, while we were yet sinners, the very tangible love of God was shown by Jesus in a way that God showed us that God loves the very, the most vulnerable parts of who we are and the most vulnerable versions of ourselves. Thomas Merton says this, the beginning of love is the will to let those we love be perfectly themselves. The resolution not to twist them to fit our own image. For if in loving them, we do not love what they are, but the only the potential likeness to ourselves, then we do not love them. But we only love the reflection of ourselves we find in them. When I was taught about the crucifixion, what I was taught was the transaction happened and that now at some level, Christ is seen in me. And that's what God loves. And this quote always stuck in my mind of, what well, does God really love me and see me? In church, I'm here to say, God is not after the best version of yourself. God is not after the reflection of Christ in you. But church, it is you whom God loves. All of you is welcome in the abundance of the love of God. Gather, hear me say this. You are loved by God, period. End of story. For me, this truth has been so close to me for the last maybe five years. It's been a long and personal journey for me to arrive at a point where I'm able to believe I am loved by God and God calls me good. There were days where I didn't think I would come out on the other side intact. For <clears throat> the deep betrayal uh, that I felt during the election cycles, continued images of police brutality, 
history the the history of mass incarceration school board meetings that have gone wild a food apartheid a brutal and a sickening history of the church being a conduit of slavery oppression and patriarchy transphobia homophobia the very offensive rhetoric and divisive rhetoric that is spewed from and endorsed by the church. And to have people that we hoped, my wife and I, to be present in our kids' lives as long as they were to live, as long as we were to live, go as far to deny racial bias, systemic oppression, and that any iniquities exist. And also would find every way to make an excuse for a police and it made me visibly sick and depressed. My wife can attest to that. And if I'm honest, I wish I would be able to tell you I stood firm in the love of God, that I believed in the outcome of the church at that point. But as representatives of the divine, which I believe we are as humans, I begin to question the words of God, the actions of God, and even wonder, does the love of God have space for me? And I was scared. Through having a series of conversations over a span of five years, my friends, my therapist, and myself, I decided to create an online journal to process, to heal, and move forward. Branded Kinfolk. It was a space where I said, okay, I'm going to make online Instagram posts, and now a soon-to-be meditative journal where I want to encourage people the same way others encouraged me the same way the Spirit encouraged me and spoke to me in the moments of despair, of hardship, of grief. And the words that were spoken led me to be my best and most truest self. And most of all, to believe in my whole being, all of who I am, that I am loved, that there is space for me in this world. I don't know if any of you have ever felt like there is not space for me in this world. That only the good parts of me are loved, the best versions of myself are loved. That maybe you don't have space to be your best and most truest self. But in this journey, I was able to capture that beautiful truth that there is space for my voice, my successes, my failures, that there is space for me here in this world. And I want to say there is space for you here in this world. This brand is a culmination of years, a years-long journey. It was long and arduous. Years where I was able to learn different vantage points of God, different ways of understanding Jesus, 
that enabled me to live a life for the very first time. Like one where I knew all of who I am is accepted at this table. I found joy, church. I found joy in the truth of the tangible love of God that I would say felt like the pavement on the pathway to liberation. Liberation to live as my truest self, as I was created to be. To live as one whom has less barriers to block the streams of love in my life so I was able finally to receive love well from others. And the freedom to live into the identity of one who is created by God, loved by God, rescued by God, forgiven and free church. This pathway led me to love myself as Jesus loves me. It led me to see others as Jesus sees them. If you wouldn't mind um, doing a little bit more crowd participation and repeating after me, God doesn't just love the best version of myself. God doesn't just love the reflection of Christ in me. God loves me right now. Richard War says this, we are our most human when we know in our deepest being that we are loved. Faith at its essential core is accepting that you are already accepted. Accepting that you are already accepted. Church, you are loved by God. And I wanted to share this meditation from the Center for Action and Contemplation. It's an excerpt from something uh, Bishop Desmond Tutu have said. It is the love of God that gives us hope to see our world transfigured. And transfigured means transformed, changed for the better. All over this magnificent world, God calls us to extend the kingdom of shalom, peace and wholeness, of justice, of goodness, of compassion, of caring, of sharing, of laughter, of joy, and of reconciliation. God is transfiguring the world right this very moment through us because God, this got me, believes in us because God loves us. What can separate us from the love of God? Church, you know this, nothing, absolutely nothing. And as we share God's love with our brothers and our sisters and God's other children, so to speak, he was talking about anybody but himself. He was saying other children. I thought it was, I think it's a joke. But he says this. There is no tyrant who can resist us, no oppression 
that cannot be ended, no hunger that cannot be fed, no wound that cannot be healed, no hatred that cannot be turned to love, and no dream that cannot be fulfilled. Rumi has a quote, and he says, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And he assumes that you are already loved by God. And I think this is a helpful quote for us. As we realize the fact that we are already loved by God, it's usually us that creates the barriers and conditions to which we can or can't be loved. So maybe for you this week, it's just learning to receive the love of God and love from others. Or maybe it's you taking a deep breath and repeating, God doesn't just love the best version of myself. God doesn't just love the reflection of Christ in me, but God loves me right now. Maybe another way to apply this could be you asking yourself the question, how do I know that I'm loved by God? And writing down without analyzing too much whatever comes to mind. Gather as we close, this is my prayer for us today, that we would be a people that live from an identity of one who is loved by God, that we would continue to be a space led by the spirit that enables people to live as their truest and best selves. In the name of Jesus, church, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in Gather, check out our website at gatherhouston.org or visit us on Sunday at 10 a.m.